0: everyone this is your host of the podcast grief glasses dr w for season two i'm excited to have a good friend of mine on the show uh, dr paula rogers and paula and i have established a friendship over the years and she's like my my travel friend my health and wellness friend a lot of different things So, and she's really helped me to kind of manage and and deal with my own pain and grief. So, I'm really interested in talking to her about this subject. So, Paula, I want to thank you for coming on the show and graciously agreeing to be a guest.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great to be here. Hopefully, we will have a productive conversation. I think we will. So,
0: I like to start off my interviews by asking this question, and that is what comes to mind when you hear the term? grief so i think it's a really um uh it's
1: it is a term that um to me affects um um or will cause a person to have a loss basically Mm -hmm. um and um it's how one decides to deal with that loss um so whether or not it's a loss of a, a, a person, a loss of a job, a loss of something, you know, the internal feeling that one gets, uh, one experiences, um, to me, defines the word grief.
0: Okay, I, I can understand that and relate to that very well. So the next question is, is let's let's start talking. And I, I want to know, what story of pain and grief will you share tonight um, on this episode? Yeah, thank you. So I think that the most significant
1: um, time in my life when I experienced a uh, grief was the loss of uh, my parent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was tough. Um, it was tough. Um, not having um, them physically around, mm-hmm. physically present, I think was the most um, difficult time that uh, I can share with you. Um So tell me
0: a little bit about it. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah. So, you know,
1: with my, my, it's, I've lost both my parents, but with my mother, especially um, she, um, I had a a lot of like interaction with her on a different level. Like I had an interaction with her as a friend. I had an interaction with her as a mother, um, confidant, all of that. Um, my, My mother um, unfortunately suffered from dementia. So in a, in a respect, I had actually lost her um, for a good amount of time before she actually passed away. But um, that uh, the physical loss of her, um, I think was the um, kind of the, the not wanna say the breaking point, but that was the, the finality mm-hmm. um, of the situation. I, I realized that, um, and that's why I say that I think it's a, a loss. It may even just be a loss of the job because of the fact that um, with her, my entire life somewhat had been um, uh, structured around her, right? Mm-hmm. Completely, you know? So like, even if I go to a spin class or if I'd go to, you know, exercise, I always had my phone with me next to, me. next to, if I was doing yoga, I'm a yoga instructor, I'd have my phone next to my mat you know, so I was always on, always connected. And so when she passed away, I felt lost a little, you know, um, I didn't have that physical connection and, um, and, and that was tough because it's a, a matter of,
0: you know, trying to reprogram. Sure, I, I can understand that. So talk to me a little bit about your role in caring for your mother when she, when she was ill. How did that look for you? So
1: I, um, a couple things. One is that I was her daughter, <laughs> you know, her doting daughter. Um, and, I, and, and I, I think that having a mother in your life is for me is a privilege. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I took that privilege seriously. And I, um, I always felt especially connected to my mother. When my mother was born, they told her that she had, uh, cancer and that she would not live the year when she was pregnant with me mm-hmm. and um i and she could have she could have aborted me or you know something could have happened so i always felt a huge just responsibility from childhood when i was 5 or 6 that i you know i knew that i was going to i would have to or I, that i was supposed to take care of her so mm-hmm. um you know um so i was daughter you know and i, I was a daughter um like I said lovingly uh I took care of her I was a caregiver um I was a caregiver I was a nurse basically you know and that uh after I would go home I would af- after I would uh, come back from work I would be the one just like the help that she had I was the one who was like changing her and you know mm-hmm. helping to get her dressed and showering her and all of that as well um, so as a caregiver, you know, I'm a physician. So I was her doctor really, really, you know, I mean, I, I was, pres- you know, prescribed, helping to, you know, to, um, prescribe medications, um, fill the medications. Um, if there's something wrong, you know, my sister or the people who helped her uh, would call me and ask for advice. I was the one who was interacting with her other doctors back in the day, you know, we didn't have computers. So one doctor didn't know what the other doctor was thinking. So I had to be that person, that physician who was uh, able to take care of her. So I, she was, you know, it was all encompassing. I she can was imagine. was all encompassing because I was all of those okay. things.
0: So okay. I'm wondering Paula, so you're a physician and this is your mother. Was there any type of internal conflict you had at times? Yeah, I mean, there was.
1: There was a, like, there was a, for, for instance, as I said, my mother had dementia. So there was a point in time that I, um, we had to make this choice to whether or not to amputate her leg, you know? And I mean, that's a lot. And she has dementia. And I sit there and I'm like, okay, would my mother want this? Is in order for her to live as a physician, she needed to have her leg amputated. That's how, you know, she had a really bad infection and she wasn't, she wouldn't make it. Now, as a, it, it, so the lines were crossed. <laughs> right. The lines were crossed. You know, I mean, I had thank goodness I have other friends uh, who are physicians, especially one in particular who um, knew my father when he was sick, has known me through medical school, and so I could bounce things off. Right. Uh, uh, you know, other uh, people, and you know, and um, to see their perspective. Uh, because you're right, I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to be in that position, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah. It, so, it, yeah, it, it was cross, but ooh, but some of the times I, I tell you, there would have been mistakes. She was a very complicated, very, very complicated um, person as well too. very complicated patient, things that you don't see normally that you read this things that you um, just uh, you read about in textbooks. She had mm-hmm. just all these zebra things or whatever. And um, so I knew that I had to step up, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. So in, in stepping up, what kind of support did you have? Um, so
1: I had, um, let's see during the process, I think friends, you know, um, mm-hmm. that were really helpful. Um, very helpful. Um, I, that was the, uh, that was the biggest thing friends. And I had my spiritual life as well too. Right. Um, those are the two.
0: Yeah. And I, I know you're really big on your spiritual life. You you really hold me accountable a lot with that, um, with the, you know, the reads that we do. Yeah. So I, I know that what that means to you. And and I certainly trust that that was a big help for you um, having that in your life. So when you talk about the self-care is, it's important when you're, you're a caregiver, you know, I've, I've been there where you were and did you reach a point where you felt like I'm at a loss i'm I'm, I'm burned out what do I do next?
1: Mm-hmm. um I feel like uh, exactly i i felt I never had the opportunity. <laughs> While she, while she was sick, I never had the opportunity because it was, she was so sick. And I was, you know, like I said, I was I'm a physician I, I didn't live close that close. I just, I didn't, I, I would talk about it with one of my friends. Um, and I would say, God, I, I, I almost wish, I wish I had the time to be depressed, <laughs> but if I, you know, I mean, she physically required me to be in order for her to eat. I had to be present. I had to be there. So I did not even have time to be depressed mm-hmm. uh, afterwards, yeah. I mean, was there times that um that I was just tired after she passed away and things, and I didn't realize it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, but during the time, I just I didn't you I just, just I didn't your mind
0: was in a different place, and I know what yeah. that's like. you you yeah. really laser focused. Right. I, I know. I know what that's like. So you talked a little bit afterwards. So talk to me about afterwards, what did that look like? Where did you go mentally or even spiritually? Mm-hmm. What did life look like for you?
1: Yeah. So afterwards, I mean, I was, I was, I was tired. <laughs> I was tired for like months, you know? And then, and I mean, I, I was, I was sad, you know, I was sad. I, um, I, I, um, looked towards, um, I I did a lot of self-care, I think. I mean, I, I, I read, read some books. Um, I, um, you know, prayed a lot. I, I I delved deeper into the spiritual life. Um, I think that's when I started, uh, really more so, um, delving into like my yoga practice and things as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and just really, I mean, Gosh, I feel like I just haven't had the time to- had the time really to take care of myself too much. So um,
0: I focused more on that. Okay. And do you feel like those things were helping you? Or when did you feel like you were starting to gain some traction and feeling better and not being so sad?
1: Um, you know, like I said, my mom you know, she had, she had the dementia. So I felt like she had really, her mind, she wasn't there for a long period of time. So me more so it's, it was just the adjustment of the, the physical presence, you know, like I I couldn't touch her and things. So I think that, um, so part of me had already somewhat gone through also the, the loss already. Right. Okay. So this is like a secondary loss for me in my, in my situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, um, so probably I would say within like that year, during the year or two years, maybe afterwards that I, I really, I started to, uh, feel a shift, mm-hmm. a
0: shift. And when you felt that shift, what, what did you experience in terms of how you saw things, how you may have responded to the shift in terms of did, what changed about you?
1: Yeah. I think that, um, I started getting more tolerant. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Cause I'm a fireball, a little pistol, you know, and my sister tells me all the time and she says, she's like, I don't know what happened, but you know, at some point in time, like, you know, there used to be little triggers that she used to be able to like get me too. Cause she used right. to, she, she knows my, you know, the people know your triggers. Right. Mm-hmm. And things and um, and then you know I that 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 stopped you know I mean because one I realized that life is short too I realized also that um, um, I, I don't want to I don't want to get to a point of you know uh, uh, um, kind of being hot headed or anything of that nature um, it's just it's just not worth it and things you know so. Um, I think my whole persona just kind of relaxed and I was able to finally exhale a bit, you know, and I think I, I, over the years and not just that, I mean, come on, like, like I was saying, grief is all of those, those losses as far as jobs, as far as, you know, boyfriends or whatever, you know, as far as friends. So we all have experienced right one way or another we have all experienced grief and I think that every time and that time you know in particular I think that um when you experience that 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 loss it's an opportunity you know I try and turn it into an opportunity as well Mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for growth and for me you know growth into like I was saying the spiritual life as as far as the self-care as far as knowing myself a little bit better um and um of self-study as well you know that opportunity as well um that i don't think that sometimes uh, when you have a lot of um uh movement going on you know for me the movement going on was like you know taking care of the family members but you know later on it may be movement going on like i may be involved with somebody or something or i may have a job that's all taxing things like that and guess what if it wasn't for that loss i don't think that i would have each time,
0: like grown. Right, right. And that that leads me to my next question, actually. You talk about the growth of it. And I do think that when you take time to really reflect on on the loss, that there are lessons and blessings that come from that. Um, And and it takes time to get there for some people. Mm -hmm. But talk to me a little bit about what would you identify as some poignant lessons and some key blessings that came from that experience of, of losing your mother. That's, that's a painful loss. It so is. Talk to me about, that.
1: um, so I've already t- I've talked to you a little bit about growth, you mm-hmm. know, such an opportunity to grow. I, I, the second, you know, I, like I said, I am reading a lot and, um, I don't know, just talking to friends and things as well. So that, that growth, I mean, I grew, I, I, um, um, became a more interesting and better person, you know, um, the other, so growth is a huge thing. The second one that I've been, I was thinking of the word, trying to think of the word earlier, but, um, is appreciation. Yeah. No, I, I cannot tell you about (laughs) that appreciation that I have. I mean, for every day, like people laugh at me, even, you know, work and stuff like that. Now I'm like, Oh my God, just appreciate the fact that I, you know, one, you have a job or appreciate the fact For me, it was, you know, and I tell people who have mothers that are still there and still, you know, here on this planet, I sit there and I'm like, no, appreciate the fact that you have your family member. I mean, if they get pissed off at you or whatever, guess what? They are still there. Or in my case with my mother, my mother's um, with dementia and things like that, I appreciated the fact that I at least had her, if I had a rough day or something, I could go home and I could touch her. And I think I really feel on some physical level and things that um that she that when I touched her she knew with me. Mm. You know, I I wow. I I believe that. I believe that completely with within my heart. I mean mm-hmm. so I mean I I am I definitely since she's passed and that whole situation has made me more much more appreciative. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I do not take anything for granted. And 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 further losses later on as well too whether or not things mm-hmm. I thought didn't get well, up well right <laughs> I, and things but I I and um you know certain situations or whatever um you know I I appreciate the um the
0: experience right and that's that's well said Paula um you know my mom used to always say don't take anything from your journey mm-hmm. um because it it all will at some point makes sense to you in large part. You know, I think there's still some unknowns that we go through with life and perhaps there need to remain unknowns. But I like that you talk about appreciation. And, and I say this because what I appreciate about you is how well you can connect to people. I mean, you just have this energy about you. And, and see, I didn't know you prior to when your, your parents were living. I know the Paula Post that. But you have this amazing energy that it's hard to describe. Like when I'm around you, I always feel at ease. i it's it's positive, you know, it's fun. it's it's just a lot of things that really speak to what you're saying about appreciation. You know, you appreciate people, and I so hope people appreciate you uh, <laughs> because you you do offer a lot. i I, I really say that sincerely. Um, so I, I don't want to leave this interview without you continuing to help other people because you've certainly helped me, uh, probably more than, you know, because I've leaned on you from time to time when I have had my moments, um, and going back and thinking about my parents. As I have I, you. Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> you did. Um, you always do. You really do. you you're, you're quite, you're quite mature and knowledgeable in many ways. And your, your knowledge is, you know, some people will force things on you. You just kind of say, well, consider this mm-hmm. or think about it this way. Yeah. Uh, and it just, it just makes it lighter to, to deal with. Um, and that's it's so great to have you in my life and, and as a special friend. And I, I do mean that with all sincerity and I want people to be able to benefit from your experience is just the way that I have. And so I want to ask you for someone who may be dealing with grief or it's down the road, I believe in having a survival toolkit. I think that that's important. So if you were to offer some advice to someone when their time comes, or if they're dealing with it now, what are some things you would say, consider this to help you through this time? Um,
1: right. So I would say, um, look for the, look, look, look for the the positives. Look also, look for the learning points Mm -hmm. um, of any situation. Um, I, and it will get better, you know, and it will help you in some situation in the future that you don't even know, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I, it's funny, like, I'm a little bit better now but if something goes wrong like mm-hmm. let's say in an operation or something like that like I don't let it go uh <laughs> you know I like i you know and, and I, I, I i i go over over and over in my head until I can figure out you know mm-hmm. what what could be different or you know what were the positives that that came out of that situation you know and I think that it's the same thing a little bit like when you're going through this the grief process instead of focusing on how sad i am because that is there that is very real that is very present and you should and you should honor that you know that you you're you have this physical being guess what and this physical being is can get hurt mm-hmm. right you can peel off a layer and you can get to my heart a little, a little bit and you can get hurt mm-hmm. you can get to my heart but i don't know if you can get to, but then maybe i need to look a little deeper and get to my soul right maybe i need to dig a little deeper and i need to get mm-hmm. to my soul and it's those those things that hey maybe maybe you know this experience this relationship that i that i had with my mother you know maybe i can translate that to like my godchildren or maybe i can translate that to somebody else or maybe i can relate to someone you know a patient or a friend who comes into my life mm-hmm. and is telling me about a situation and i can be like i understand right yeah. I'm there. I understand, you know, and 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 I've had that conversation with people, mm-hmm. um, and 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 when I tell them, you know, some of the things that I did, you know, some of the some of the you know the the, the things that I've learned, such as you know that I that I picked out, you know, such as the touching, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there are a lot of people. I have told a lot of people about that. A lot of people, and there and. I mean, it, it it has shifted their perspective, you know, when they're dealing with somebody with dementia. That that hand touching, and they and and they see it, you know, when they have that physical touch with their their parent. That I don't know, the parent, the eyes open a little bit, or you know, they start breathing a little bit more, you know, briskly and things or whatever, you know, that have helped. So um, that's what I, I I would say. That's that. Those are the tools are, to me. Pick out the, pick out the learning the learning points. You know, pick out the, the what's positive. Maybe maybe some of it, maybe a little bit of the negative, but they're still learning
0: points. You know, right, right. You learn something from from experiences. All your experiences, there, there. I think there's something to gain and to learn. Um, well said. Well, Paula, um, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story. Uh, certainly uplifting as you always are. <laughs> And I I hope that the listeners will find a lot of value in what you shared. And I'm I'm so happy to have you as a friend in my life. And and thank you for all you do. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as I always say, you know, in time and with perspective, your pain and grief will take its proper place in your life. Thanks for listening.